The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 169, recorded December 29th, 2022. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the KyberCast team. With me today, the other half is... Michael Diaz. Michael Diaz. My and we have... Today. Oh, sorry. And we have a special <laughs> guest. Some may know, some may not know, but the return of Alan Lugo is here. Hello, Alan. Ooh. Thanks, guys. Good to be back. It's been been too long. It's been very long. You once held the top spot for the most listened to episode ever. That's, that's right. Where is it? I'm sure there has to have been more recent one over COVID and everything that you guys got more listens on. What's holding the title right now? You you did get bumped. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Um, I have to look up what that is. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, it's okay to you were you were you know top top shelf, bro, for a long time. Yeah, man. Records were made to be broken. We keep, we'll keep That's right. it, though. We'll keep trying. So the number one, and I don't even know why, is Kyber 95, episode 95, called Uncle Sam, which was a uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think it might have been the finale episode, Uncle Sam. It's when, yeah. when, he, becomes, when he becomes Captain America uh, is our highest show. You have, unfortunately... Uh, Taking quite a fall, Alan, down to 18. <laughs> well, you guys, I mean, you guys, you know, your listenership and everything has grown so much. It's like, of course, I was back in the, the peanut days. You guys, I'm sure. Have, have <laughs> We're doing better. Amassed, we, we are, we are at least amassed a handful more listeners since last time, I would think. Hey, we are steadily, we're steadily growing. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're awesome. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, for sure, for sure. You're all, all of your last year of episodes should, should have bumped me at this point. Sure. You were episode bumped. number 34. Bumped us, and we're at one sixty nine. So it's as long as you have me in on the ones that people are going to want to listen to anyway, I'll gladly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll gladly act like I'm the one that caused the bump in viewership. He's the reason. Inflate those numbers, right? Well, th- this week's episode is kind of a different take on our our uh, normal podcast. It's more of a year in review since it's basically, like I said, December 29th, it's the end of the year. A little time of reflection uh, before. Uh, 2020 is repeated again in 2023 because um, I feel like I've been stuck in 2020 ever since COVID. It's like the same year it keeps happening with uh, different uh, superhero movies. But um, anyways, we're going to talk about the year in review. But first, Michael, did you find any news? Because I found none for the week. I did not. I didn't even post any. I didn't see any. Obvious. I mean, but then again, it's the week of Christmas, right? Or last week was Christmas. You know what I mean? Sure. I've been busy. There, yeah, there just hasn't been much news. What about your geek this week then? Anything? Did you do anything? Well, we didn't record last week because it was Christmas. It was. But uh, last week uh, leading up to Christmas, I did watch Black Adam. Even oh, though that's you told right. me to watch uh, Shazam first, yeah. I went ahead and watched Black Adam first. You didn't listen to me. I didn't, but I did immediately then watch Shazam that same night. Okay, so let's start. Let's start. 
uh, Black Adam thoughts quickly. Meh. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but the, no, the I mean we just... want to hear. The people want to know, Michael. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: if you don't want to spend a lot of time on it, Michael, you and I used to do this thing about like. To, I'd always say a DC movie meh. So are you kind of saying it, it's the same thing which you've come to expect, or or you want to say it's below what you should expect from DC or above what you should expect from DC? I didn't say even below what you should expect from DC Oof. because Oof. if you hire The Rock, you know Dwayne Johnson, you want his charisma, right? Now, let's face it: most times when Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson's in a movie, he's Dwayne Johnson, but that's okay. That's what you're paying for. That's what you expect. And it's funny to see him try to do subdued in this film when it just does not work. I'm sorry. Uh, he's a decent enough actor. He smirks, you know, he does action. He's got muscles. He doesn't do nuance at all. And I'm sorry. He just doesn't have the acting chops to do nuance. You're so, welcome. <laughs> so, you know, Ohana, what was, he was great. He sang. He had a lot of nuance. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, but, well, I sorry, you, you didn't like it. No, I'm like, okay, here's the thing. When he finally, sh- when he first shows up, they pretty much establish he's like Superman, but with lightning bolts and magic. And he takes on a freaking army. Right. Nothing's hurting him. He kicks ass. And before the end of the movie, there's like three or four more scenes like this. Like there's no stakes when you know a guy with a machine gun is not going to hurt this guy. Right. And it keeps happening. So, I don't know. It's just not good. And then all of a sudden, uh, zombies. Yeah. What? Why? Well, what do you think about the, the, the whole, well, so Alan, did you see Black Adam or no? You're not a DC guy. You don't like DC, right? No. I mean, when, when Michael goes out of his way to say, Alan, DC has turned it around. You've got to go see this. Then I may go make the time to see a DC movie. Got it. I, I, used to, I, I watched older stuff. I, I watched the Batman stuff. Michael, I don't know if you still are still waiting to find time to watch Batman versus Superman. That's another one. Oh, that's a whole episode. We did a whole episode. I finally watched it. I made him, yeah. (laughs) I liked it. I actually liked it. Now, that said, I also watched the the special director's cut. I forget what they called it. Oh, right. That probably made a difference, yeah. 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 So I've never actually seen the one that was in the theaters. And the Snyder cut of Justice League as well. Yeah, I didn't bother with Justice League till the Snyder cut. I liked them both. So, so okay, so contrast that you you saw Shazam, you watched it. Now Sh- Shazam is a movie with fucking heart. It's Joe, a- I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I waited two three years. Uh, that movie was endearing. It was a fun movie. It's a good it little fun. movie. That's a good it's, DC movie. It's not great. No, it's not great, but it's fun. If you see that movie, you're not going to think, "Oh man, I need to start watching every DC movie." That's not going to happen. No, it, no, no. It no. seemed like from the trailers because obviously i haven't seen it that it did have like i don't know when i called it quirkiness or it was just different from the other ones it, that it that made me think it kind of had promise in sort of an unexpected way it has heart so if you were going to see a dc film i would watch shazam it's it's fun it has heart it's it's big right so it's like the film big with a superhero little little greatest american hero in there little yeah. little little family thing which is really cool it's really about a kid finding his way in, in an orphan that becomes part of a family it's always a fun you know it's almost disney does like that all the time right because every every character that disney ever made was an orphan at some point right um 
So it's it's just a and it's a small movie. It's not very big. I mean, it's not like it. You know, the world's not going to yes, end. Yeah, Superman esque powers, but it's about you're right, a young boy trying to find his family. Yeah, it's a good movie. So, uh, and with that, I will segue into you because I too watched the Glass Onion, a Knives Out film, which I think that's on your list too. It is, and you know, you know, my thoughts on Ryan Johnson when it comes to Star Wars is one thing, but when it comes to a movie like this, it was a fun movie, just a fun movie. I figured it out pretty early, but um, Michelle got mad. But oh, you did? I didn't. Oh, it was pretty know. simple. Um, yeah, Michael, you're an idiot. <laughs> pretty simple. Well, I don't want to say it here, but there's a there's a couple uh, scenes that that kind of give it away. But anyways, it, it's a fun fun movie. I mean, I, the characters are good. I mean, these are these are it's a good story it's you know good actors funny characters um you know if he sticks to these kind of movies i'm sure ryan's great um next time if he does anything star wars hopefully he writes a better script <laughs> i did tell shaley when it got it done i was like he can make knives out films for as long as he wants i found like again is it fantastic great cinema no but no it's all right he Gets these great casts now in two films with fantastic actors, and they all just chew up the scenery, and it's fun. Yeah, I mean, like Looper as well. I mean, if you go back to a sci-fi thing. Oh, yeah, Looper's fantastic. Well, I think, you know, guys, we could almost have, and you guys may have already done this, you could almost have a show to say, let's talk about the hardest movies to try to jump in and make. In like, you know, in my opinion, in the realm of which we discuss things, it's movies that already have expectations, mm-hmm. you know, long list of canon, uh, established characters. Like it's, you know, it's really hard to stick the landing on those ones. But I think there's a lot of, you know, directors, producers, whatever out there that are talented enough. Like if they can start kind of with like a more of a little bit of a blank slate, they can do good stuff. Right. But like, man, you're walking into a buzzsaw. When well, you I try think, to like yeah. Star Wars or Indiana Jones and these kinds of things. I do think he... Ryan Johnson attempted the last Jedi as a blank slate and it cost him because it's not a blank slate. That's what, that's half the problem right, right. there. But anyways, if we go down that rope, that'll be a long, long that'll show. Be a lot of talking. Um, so yeah, uh, glass onion. Um, is that all you did? Is that your geek this week? Uh, mostly watch like every Christmas movie there was. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't count. Exactly. So yeah, I'm good. Uh, well, except for deadly night. That was fucking hilarious. I did not see that. Is it we, good? Uh, is that great. the one where Santa Claus is like, like it's like a Army of Darkness, Santa Claus or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> people are getting held hostage in a house and he goes and kills. It's basically diehard Santa Claus yeah, fun like that. with, um, oh my gosh, what's his name from Stranger Things? Uh, Dave, uh, David Harbour. David Harbour, yeah. yeah. It's a fun movie. Isn't it still in the theater? I haven't seen it. I, I just found a way to see it, put it that way. Oh, got wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, other things, I'm still reading Lord of the Rings, the book, um, enjoying it. Uh, it's been, you know, um, it's, it's, it's amazing how good it is and how different it is from the movie. And I just didn't remember that much difference until I started reading it again. So I'm enjoying that. And I'm watching, uh, well, Willow and National Treasure on Disney plus. Um, oh God, did you do something wrong? I, some kind of penance? They're on. I'm not paying for it. Actually, Willow got good last episode. Yeah, I was going to say, Willow. I was going to huh? say, I didn't think Mike was talking about Willow. I didn't think yeah, he had Nobody thinks I'm Willow. talking about Willow. No, National Treasure. I mean, I liked those movies, 
Those movies were fun. Those are, movies you know, fun. I think they were fun movies. Uh, the show is not good, but we're watching it anyway. What? I'm surprised. I cannot think of any worse writing than how everything is so. What is it? By chance, they find this thing that unlock. Like everything's so like perfectly given. To, it's just like you know, bad bad writing. Yeah, or la- lazy like, uh, writing. Uh, what, was, what, was, what was the Batman? The Batman with Bane. What was that one called? That, that's kind of like that one was. Right? Like everything just happened to fall into place for the entire story to keep moving forward. Let's not talk about that, Billy. <laughs> Why? I did um, I, another movie that I did also thoroughly enjoy. Oh, I did not thoroughly enjoy that one, but no, I liked Bane. There's I good admit, parts of it. Bane. There's good parts to that movie. Yes. And there's some bad parts. Of it. You're not selling National Treasure, though. No, I don't. Nor do I want anybody to buy it. We're just <laughs> watching it. You're saving everybody the time, basically. Yeah, my, Michelle and I are watching. We're just going to see where it goes because um, I do like, the, like the especially the first National Treasure, I liked a lot. I just thought it was a fun movie, fun movie. So it is fun. It, yeah, it's it's like Indiana Jones light. Yeah, it's not any worse than Glass Onion. It's the same kind of thing. This kind of goofy thing, characters jumping around, running around, doing stuff, and done. Bob's your uncle. So there you go. Uh, let me see. Anything else? Nothing else for me. I mean, video game here and there, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah. What about Alan? Would you geek about Alan? Uh, well, we we talked a little bit in the in the pro, prologue of the episode Avatar Two. I went to the mm-hmm. theater a couple of days ago. Now, ate an entire thing of medium popcorn and a big old Mountain Dew. And watched well, you Avatar had four II. fucking hours to do it. That's not like you. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you guys, I don't know. Maybe you don't know. Like that popcorn was gone in the first sixty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you're just yeah. <laughs> then you're like, oh, this movie's making me. Hurt. No, I was kidding. Well, you didn't have the 3D, so you didn't do 3D, right? Yeah, I didn't do the 3D. I, I wanted to save on cost on that one there. Put Dump all the extra cost into Mountain Dew and popcorn. I got to um, see that in 3D. I think if I want to go see it, when I go see it, I got to I gotta I, do uh, what James Cameron wants me to do. Yeah, That's- a friend of mine did. He, that does, he does really quick reviews on his on his Facebook account, and, and he did say, like, oh, yeah, this is amazing in 3D. And I saw the first one in 3D, but it was mm-hmm. one of the only movies I ever saw in 3D was the first Avatar. And I don't know if the technology has gotten better, but just wearing the glasses, it was just a little bit of a distraction for me. So I just was like, nah, I don't need yeah. it. I'll, I'll be fine. Now, I told Shaylee, if we're going to go see it, we're going to see it in IMAX in 3D as James Cameron designed it to be seen. I did yeah. listen to an interview with James Cameron. The, oh, the uh, did you listen to the Smartless interview? I did. I did. I should have put that on my Geek This Week. I listened to that as well. I was enthralled. It was good. I don't know if he actually sold the story for me, but it was good. Well, I, I would say about it too. I was, um, and you know, I won't give any spoilers away, but I'll say I was kind of like surprised with all of his like sub, you know, deep ocean expeditions that he did pr- supposedly to prepare for this movie. I was like, oh, I, I, did, <laughs> I did, I didn't see it. I mean, look, there was some great underwater stuff for sure, and some cool animals. You could tell that were the design was inspired by, you know. Creatures so at the bottom of the let ocean, me ask but... you this, Alan: Is this a movie or is this an animated film? I wouldn't call. Uh, I mean, I don't want to start any arguments here. I wouldn't well, call it an animated film right off the bat. Would, right? I wouldn't you would not. Okay. Film. No, no. I mean, there's peep. There's humans in it, right? There's actual but, human characters, right? Yeah. And then, but right, yeah, sure, whatever. Ninety percent of it is, I'm sure, CGI. Well, you know, because the Navi aren't real, we know that, so we know that. Well, yes, but. Mocap and whatnot. Right. 
right, right. Yeah, right. and it did. I think when I first, when the film first came on, I remember looking at it and thinking like, this doesn't seem like leaps and bounds better than what I thought the first Avatar looked like in terms of digital representation and you know, rendering and lighting and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Um, but as I got into the movie, it like, I did was I was not thinking about that at all anymore. I was more into the movie and the story and the the character design. I know from what I read that they they changed frame rates during the film. Like the, like I think action went to fifty, and then then the other ones went down to like twenty four frames or something like that. Like they changed oh, like really? high rate during the film. Yeah, I, I I mean I definitely didn't notice it. I didn't see it on a huge screen. I didn't see it at one of the biggest theaters in in my area or anything. Um, but I could. I could imagine on the right screen and going into it, you might be able to notice something like that. I didn't notice in the action scenes, like, I don't know. I don't want to pull any names out of the hat here, but you know, some movies, I guess Transformers, Transformers was a good one where like, when you think about the action scenes and Transformers, it feels like really noisy when the action yep. is going on. You don't even um, know what's going on. You're just, yeah, yeah. you just see yeah, things move. Like, well, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. It gets like, yeah, exactly. And this film did not have any of that. So that, that oh, that's good. Is what oh, you're talking about. That's a plus. Might've, might have been the reason but it's uh i i touched on you guys it's 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 an emotional movie um i you know and i, I don't think there's any spoilers in this it's an emotional movie no. the first one was as well um you know i i got a little misty a couple times and then definitely really? in in the third act you know full tears flowing you oh, know well, that's good I'm really a, i'm a father now and i wasn't when avatar one came out and you know i'd be curious to know for other other people, I don't know if you have to be our age, you know, of a certain age or not, but you know, if, if they cried or not at the, you know, at different scenes of the movies, or if it's just something to, you know, whatever I, I would say too, if I could imagine if you're someone who's ever lost, uh, someone close to you, like this is one of those ones, like, man, I'd almost say you gotta have a disclaimer on this movie. Like, you know, it's pretty, it, you know, it would bring back some, some painful memories, I would think, but. Wow. Interesting. Ooh, sounds a lot like Black Panther. Well, I'm happy to talk about Black Panther when the moment comes up too, because that's another one I thoroughly enjoyed this year. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So uh, before we get to our year in review, quickly, if you'd like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kybercast. And uh, you can help us out there. It helps cover our costs for hosting and all the other fun stuff that we do. So, um, And I think Michael and I will sit back and, rethink how uh, Patreon is going to work in the future of what we can add to that to, to make things more interesting. We just haven't really spent the time on uh, pushing that side of it, but I think we're going to, we're going to take a hard look and uh, try and amp that up a little more come 2023. So again, that's uh, patreon.com slash Kybercast. All right, guys, your review. Let's, so what I thought of was I wrote these notes. The three main things for us is like star Wars, Marvel and DC, right? So quickly, we can talk about the year in review and those three things. Who maybe won the year out of those three? I don't know if there's a way to win. Um, and then jump into like, uh, you know, best movie, worst movie, best TV, worst TV, and maybe your favorite thing, whether it was best of anything or not, just uh, that kind of thing. So jumping right in, uh, let's let's talk about the year in Star Wars. Uh, do you guys think it was a, a successful year for Star Wars being, again, no, no, no film? In the theater. Well, so what? For this year in Star Wars, we had what? Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, Andor, Tales of the Jedi. Bad Batch. Was that, was that this, year? this year? Oh, maybe it was last year. No, I it think was that last was last year. year. Yeah, last year. 
So, what did we get the Star Wars Tales too, or was that last year as well? With- oh, oh no, the, there, there was the, a couple. Yeah, there was a couple. There was a Tales. A yeah, tale. the, uh, the anime uh, stuff, right? Yeah. Well, then also the the series that's it's like Tales a, of the Jedi. Yeah, Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Dooku and Ahsoka like yeah. backstory stuff. And there was, uh, I you know, I fell off a little bit, guys. We used to talk about the books a lot more, but I. Nah, am I wrong about that? There was a, the last Thrawn book, but that might have been the end of last year. I don't think that was this year. Yeah, I think that, that was that was the last, last year. Star Wars book I read. Yeah. So I think we can all agree, Book of Boba Fett was all right. Yeah, you I mean, I I liked it, and I didn't like some of it. You know. Yeah, there's I, some I, cool I, parts th- about it. There's it gets again. It's another one. It's like almost impossible. It's it's like doing a whole series on the shark from Jaws, like. The fact that you only saw him for 19 seconds in the movie makes him amazing. That's why he becomes right. this crazy character. And then now to dive into him, I think they could have done a better job, but it would have been so hard to live up to expectations of how cool we all thought Boba Fett was from the original yeah. trilogy. I don't know because I'm not saying it was did, bad. What the I'm fuck did Boba it, Fett do in the three other ones other than get his ass kicked and then accidentally fall into a pit? Like he didn't do anything. Come on, no, yeah. Joe. He's got cool armor, and he did like cool nods. That's all. Yeah, he that's did, it. Man. That's all he did. Body. Right. He so, like, but like, why did people really think he was such a badass? He didn't do anything because he had the coolest armor. Yeah, but he didn't do anything. Well, I, I, I like. I don't. I don't understand as a man of design why you're discounting that. I'm not discounting it. I loved it. I mean, I get that. Like, you think he's cool, you know, Batman cool or whatever. But he's the bounty hunter, man. He but, took but on he, to Jabba, and Jabba clearly Jabba thought he was cool. Like, he's got street cred. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. man. So what I'm saying is the scene that was in the second season of Mandalorian where he fucking went crazy that was amazing yeah that lived that, up to what we thought yeah. that's what they that's what they set up as an expectation that unfortunately wasn't delivered so i don't think i think it could have been delivered i think they just they rushed it i really think it was a rushed show yeah almost too i don't know you guys probably already discussed all this stuff almost oh, humanized them too much in my opinion yeah it's maybe good. i don't it didn't mind that so much I, uh to me it was more um what is he doing? Like, I don't even know what he's doing. Like, if he wants to be a crime lord, then be that. If not, like, I'm watching Tulsa King right now, which is, uh, you know, fish out of water, uh, Stallone and Tulsa as a mob guy. And it's a fun-ass show. And it's working. And they could have, like, it, like you know, he's an older guy and he's trying to get his way through it. But it's, it's, a, it's a funny show. Like, I look at that and I go, boy, Boba Fett's this older dude. He could have he could have ran the town is what I'm saying. If you wanted right. to run the town, then run the town. Did, don't did don't, it, don't mean, send you a little demerits, you know. though, because it probably has one of the. Do I want to be bold and say one of the three worst sort of shot and written scenes of all time and all of Star Wars shows was in that series? Which one? Oh, the 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 bikes. What do you what? what yeah, yes, the, the bike chase at 11 yeah. miles an hour. I think that's where this is where I think they, they overthought the volume that they're shooting in, like the volume <laughs> itself. And I think we underestimate how much COVID affected production because even Kenobi was done all during COVID, like the height of COVID. And they were, but, you know, they couldn't do what Andor did. Well, I was going to say, I think I think you're correct there. And maybe that was part of the reason why. But it seems... Yes, we had, you know, some animated stuff, which some of it was cool. Tales of the Jedi was fine. But really, the creme de la creme was the live action. And it seemed like every one that came out, first Book of Boba Fett, then Obi-Wan, 
was better than Book of Boba Fett. Oh yeah. And then Andor yeah. was better than both of them. I mean that's I the mean, way I, I look at it. Yeah, I think they had three complete series in one year, which shows like they can do this cadence. I enjoyed all of them, I, although I disagree with what Michael just said. Uh, and I think it would be great if they could keep that up. You know, maybe the cadence gets off and next year's was only two or whatever. But uh, I, I think they had a good year with those three series. They all were fun, super enjoyable. I was I was down on my, well, with the exception of one or two episodes, I was like at my couch the day they came out ready to mm-hmm. watch it, you yep. know, and that, that says a lot. Yeah, I think successful year other than like no films. I really miss going to the theater to see a Star Wars movie. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. I'm okay because with I think they need to t- need to take the time to make sure whatever film they do next is worth it. Yeah, I mean it's got to be good. But I remember um, seeing Force Awakens, and it was at Christmas time. That was huge. It was fun. It was a blast. Then Rogue One, the following year, was at Christmas time. Uh, we all went and saw it and just like, wow. And now it's Christmas time. And I'm like, um, I got to see fucking blue people. That's the only thing I'm going to see. And <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I, I miss it from now too as well. I miss. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows when? I don't know when there'll be another movie. Um, no, the next Avatar movie is in two years. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> so I, I think successful year, I, you know, I'm torn. I love Andor a lot, but there's, you know, and I can talk about maybe a little bit more later, but I, if, if, if Obi-Wan could have been a little bit better if they had some time to shoot and do some things, but man, there was so, there was a few scenes in that show that really, really made it hit home. Cause you know, it had a little bit of everything of star Wars in it. Andor had a lot of stuff, but a lot of it was not a lot of star Wars in it. I mean, I mean, feeling wise, I get it. I mean, I love the show, so don't get me wrong, but like, there's still not quite the levity or not quite that feel. Um, again, you know, we've heard, I've said it on this show many times of like, you know, where's the aliens? Where's the, where's the, you know, if the empire uh, is more human, it seems to me they're more apt to bring in creatures to do their bidding in, in kind of a race type thing, but it was all people, which makes things cheaper. I get it. Um, but I think they had opportunity to, uh, you know, I would like to have seen it like like Jetta in in uh, Rogue One. Like I felt like Rogue One to me, Rogue One is the best blend of like Andor yeah, and Kenobi, is, right? So good, and that's what like that's the exciting part about Andor, as you know, it's like working its way back to what I think we all agree is like the best Star Wars film of the past. I don't know, what is it, ten years of the new of the Disney era? I think so, for yeah. sure. Um, by accident, I go so far as to say is that. Rogue One and Andor have shown me that I don't necessarily need the Force. Yeah, but see, I, yeah, you may not, but I do. <laughs> I well, it's, it's, it's there. It's in the universe. We know it's there. Like, yeah. I, so I kind of agree with Michael, but it's not like we're doing away with it. It's just it no. doesn't need to carry the movie. Right. No. You can still you can tell fantastic stories and have great movies and not have to reference this crazy old religion. But they did in, in Rogue One, like a lot. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. Like how many times have I heard the word, uh, what's, what's the mantra? Says, you know, I am one with the force and the force is with me. I am one with the force. Like yeah, I've yeah, heard I mean, it. It's like, there, but it's like there's no like, there's, you know, and you had, you had uh, Bays and yeah, 
blanking on their names. Like, and so they were these like quasi force users, or whatever. but like, yeah. I think the point is that there was one a, guy at the end that there wasn't, just ripped there the wasn't shit a out chosen everybody. one in that movie who was a force no, no, user. No, it wasn't about that storyline, but you saw, you also had a pretty tough guy at the end that just ripped through their whole thing with a red lightsaber. Yeah, that was cool, but <laughs> it's a little force in there. Well, yeah, I mean, look, like, yeah, that's the cherry on top of the end of the movie, right? Well, like, in the middle too, he's choking Krennic. Don't choke on your aspirations. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Vader I mean, boys popped in there a couple. He times. was there. But, I mean, he's a presence. But right, he was a presence. He's a seasoning. He's not the main course, and a little Vader goes a long way. Now, I don't even know if the Force was the main. Okay, what what like Obi Wan? The Force was not the main course. What it? are you talking about? What am I talking about? It's all about him getting back to his control of the Force and wielding it. Yeah, it, so. yeah, okay, it yeah but it was. wasn't about that. It was about him becoming himself yeah. and having to face his fear through the Force. Yeah, but, the, Not but I, don't think, I don't think Michael was claiming that the other movies were solely about the Force. I think Michael was saying a Force was a heavily used tool in the other, other movies and less so in Rogue One, if I could put sure. words in his mouth. Yeah. Sure, I'm but it, saying, wasn't the, it wasn't the chosen one story is what I'm getting at. Right, and I'm don't get me wrong, I like Jedi, I like Sith, just like anyone else. But it it can be a crutch at times. And I like that we can have these stories, like I said, Rogue One. Yes, of course, Darth Vader's in it, and he's an important part of that movie. But he's not the whole reason for the movie, just like Andor. Yes, the Force is out there, and there probably are some Force-sensitive users in the show. There's some allusions to that. But it's not it's not. Can I get potatoes. a couple more droids then? Well, I, I think what, 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 what I loved about Rogue One and that what even I think even makes Andor, I, I respect Andor even more, was that Rogue One still had a lot of Empire versus Rebel with mm-hmm. the ships and the troopers and the armor and the guns and the droids. And so all that was there. And then it was a little bit less so of, you know, force users driving the story directly. And Andor even didn't have much of even that. And it still, I think, was really great, uh, yeah. super enjoyable. It, it did a couple episodes did feel like ah, oh, it's kind of starting to feel like a weekly TV series and not fully like Star Wars to me. And so, just because you had to wait, but it's like it's one of those ones. If you had been able to binge it all in two days on Netflix, then it would have been like, oh my god, this is so good. I have a couple to... episodes. I was kind of annoyed because it was like, oh, this was kind of like a regular TV show with people right. dealing with issues. I, I do want to binge it. I have not sat down and binged it, so I do want to do that. I will say, though, that Andor gave me one of, I think, one of my most favorite ships now of all time in Luthen's ship. I just fucking love that ship now. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. It that, was pretty that, bad. That, at. that bit was cool. That, him and his ship and that seri- that scene is one of the ones where I, that's the stuff I love, right? Right. So he had this new Imperial ship, and then you had his new ship, and then they battled and did the technology and, like, oh, man, I'm yeah. I, I, just a total nerd for that stuff. Well, before we move on to the, because we had a lot to talk about, before we move on to that, what's the one thing you're looking forward to next year of Star Wars? Uh, Mandalorian. Like, yeah, yeah, I was going to say Mandalorian. Is that too broad of an answer? No, but, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That, that show, I think, will be the highlight next year. I think, but, I'm, I don't know if it's coming out next year. It's, it, I know, I'm actually looking for more to Ahsoka. I want to see how they bring Thrawn into this. I want to, yeah, yeah, Thrawn is I'm actually more, I know where Mandalorian's probably going to go. My expectations are high for that. Um, I lost a little bit when they brought Grogu back in such a haphazard way. I didn't like that at all uh, in the last thing. It's like you, that you're you banking on this. Of course, you can't get rid of it. You got more stuffed animals to sell. So we have to change your storyline. Um, so Ahsoka seems interesting to me. 
I just yeah. see where it's. And then I don't know if Alkalite, Acolyte is coming out next year either. And that, that one's sitting. Yeah, that might be the third one. You're right about Ahsoka. If, if we get, and they already have announced, if it's oh, yeah. going to get Harris and Dula and yeah, she's and, there, yeah. and Ezra and Thrawn, like, I'm just going to be annoyed if, if it's like, oh, yeah, Thrawn comes in the second to last episode or something. Then I'm going to be like, oh, man, like. Yeah. Well, then you're going to have a season two. Right. We'll or, see. Yeah, there, there'll be it, another one, right? I'll be interested. I mean, it's Filoni's show. That is going to be his top to bottom. I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes because that was a great episode in Mandalorian, the Ahsoka episode um, in Mandalorian season two. I liked it a lot. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. So you guys are Mando. 100% Mando. Even though, like, our great Luke Skywalker just threw that fucking Grogu into a ship by himself and sent him back. Like, get the hell out of here. Don't, doesn't even bring him back. Like, that was just the worst writing in... <laughs> Well, it's like you just, just, just had to move the storyline forward. I know, but like, like, okay, you can leave. Why don't you just get the fuck out of here? I'm not even going to fly you myself. R2 is going to fly you in my my X-wing. Drop your ass off and then get the hell out of here. Right. It just was so wrong. It was so bad. <laughs> not very smart. See, I can rip on Star Wars, y'all. I mean, I, I know I can. <laughs> All right, Marvel. Marvel, best of Marvel this year. How do they, they have a good year? They always have a good year, I suppose. Oh well, yeah, they always have a good year. But let, I mean, let's face it: this whole Phase Four is disjointed, and I think we'll see in Phase Five if there was a little bit more mm-hmm. method to their madness into going on all these different directions. Um, so they had what three movies this year, right? Yeah, I'm looking at the list. I mean, I guess if you're count, if you're, uh, I'll throw a little shade here. If you're counting Morbius, then you have <laughs> yeah, a lot uh, of shade. That's there. not pretty good. Morbius, Doctor Strange, Thor, and uh, Black Panther. That would right. be four. This this would have been the year if I if if you made a list of all of their properties that they actually released this year. Mm-hmm. This is the one where I probably only the lowest percentage that I consumed of them. You know, I probably only hit. Seventy percent. I, I didn't watch Morbius. I didn't watch Moon Knight. I didn't watch uh, She-Hulk. Oh yeah, I forgot about Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, but but the other ones, I, I enjoyed the main films. I thoroughly wasn't there a Spider Man this year too. It was last year. Last year. Okay. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I thoroughly enjoyed the, the the big releases. I mean, Thor: Love and Thunder got a lot of hate, and I I could see some of it. I wouldn't argue with it necessarily, but there were some really fun moments in that movie. Um, what was the first one that came out? Oh, Doctor Strange I enjoyed too. I also love the fact that, well, that and Thor, I was able to watch at home on Disney+. Plus. I absolutely thank you, Marvel, for that and Disney. Um, but, oh, man, uh, Black Panther. Absolutely, you know, absolutely loved it. Yeah, I mean, the shows were interesting. Uh, the whole phase, I know Phase 4 extends beyond just this year and back into 2021 and 2020. But... The movies were solid, but I just, I think they're still coalescing as to where the story's going. I mean, we now know it's going to lead into something with Kang and him being the big bad of this phase five and six. We know that's coming. It's just maybe not as obvious as, you know, when the Avengers ended, the very first Avengers film. I mean, there were hints, but we knew after the end of Avengers exactly where it was going and Thanos was the bad guy. And, you know, then more pieces filled in and yada, yada, yada. It all came to a head. It was fantastic. It was, like I said, a little bit more disjointed here on Phase 4. They're throwing a lot at the wall and seeing what sticks. Not everything's been great. Um, That said, 
I enjoyed every show. And I, unlike Alan, I think I watched 99% of what Marvel put out. I did not watch Werewolf by Night, which is one of the best things they put out then. I would argue I, I that Werewolf by Night is better than uh, Thor. Well, not, I know it's better than Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue because I haven't seen it. But I think that was only like an hour. It was, uh, it's a show, though, not necessarily a movie. Yeah, it's just a single one-episode special yeah. event, right? It was, it was really good. And it seems, from what I've seen and what I've read, I haven't seen it, obviously, but it seems like it's really kind of setting up the possibility of a Midnight Suns team, possibly in the MCU. So if that's what phase four is all about, is just getting the pieces onto the board where they want to put them before they lead into the more, I don't know, more structured phase five. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So, but but for me, the big winner of Marvel, I think has to be Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. <laughs> I liked, you know, Alan mentioned he liked it. I know... You were not a big fan. I loved uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. I know a lot of people don't agree with me on that, but it was it was more of what we had in Ragnarok, and I was okay with it. I loved it. I very much enjoyed Doctor Strange. I mean, that was Marvel taking a director and letting them lean into their strengths. I mean, Sam Raimi doing horror and all that. He was perfect for that film. Uh, I only wish the only thing I wish there's maybe like a Spider-Man cameo in that film, just because it would have been a nice kind of a wink and a nudge for Sam Raimi, who had done obviously the uh, original Spider-Man trilogy. If it didn't happen, maybe that's for the best. Maybe it would have been too hokey. But I just Black Panther is just tops for me for Marvel this year. Well, I agree with that I think I think in my opinion, Marvel had a down year. I don't think they had a successful year. I mean, they made money, so it's not in terms of like. Yeah, it's like a down year for Nike. Like it still yeah. dominates the entire industry. <laughs> by yeah. their standards, it's down. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like they could have done more. Like I think it's uncohesive. It's uh, the TV shows went everywhere. I was really geeked about Moon Knight and and wanting to watch it, but I got really bored with that show quickly. Like it just did not do it for me. Um, I didn't like She Hulk. Was fine. And Miss Miss Marvel was probably the best streaming show that they had. It was okay. It was good. Um, I have to agree with you. I think Miss Marvel is the best streaming streaming show they had this year. Yeah. Yes, uh, this year. And, and Wakanda Forever was very good. Um, however, I had many problems with that too. I I, I mean the whole um, what, what's what's Ironheart was wasted right. that that she was a, that, 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 that was just a waste of time and it was yeah uh, yeah, yeah i mean we yeah i think um, you know i could give us some criticisms as well <laughs> well I'm, i mean i'm going to because i think that if you're going to be held at the top like fucking do the top i just watched uh, like uh ant-man and wasp a little bit was on today i'm like well this is better than anything that came out almost this year <laughs> Other than, I, I will you know. say for for thunder or thunder love and thunder um okay so black panther i loved where they took Wakanda and the direction with Black Panther with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. I absolutely loved Namor. Yeah, Namor, me too. Namor. Absolutely loved it. Loved the representation there. Yep. Um, what I, and I love that the storyline of those two sort of, we'll call it those two uh, cultures, cultures, you know, being at odds with each other to some extent. I do kind of wish to the extent of the, I forget what you, the, the character that you just named or whatever. Ironheart. Ironheart. Um, I wish that her being a young, smart, bright girl, you know, from 
you know, a diamond in the rough kind of a thing didn't sort of like make it obvious that you're like, oh yeah, of course you can't kill that girl, right? I almost would have liked the tension between the cultures better if it was just like some, you know, for lack of a better term, some old white scientist, right? And then it really would have been about the culture and you don't have this amazing young character that you're like, oh, well, clearly we're all rooting for I, My thing is, I don't think you need her when you already had Cherie. It's the same fucking character. Like, it's like yeah, a smart, I, I mean, it's I a smart, it's like, why, you, you, Cherie's proven to be probably one of the smartest people on the planet. I mean, I think they do, I, I would say like, okay, if I try to take a step back and think outside of what I like, I, I do think they created a really great, and I'm not, I don't remember everybody's name, but the young girl, Cherie, and, um, you know, the, 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 I keep wanting to say the name from The Walking Dead. Those three women characters had a really sort of a nice dynamic in and of themselves, mm-hmm. but the, the Ironheart bit, yeah, it didn't seem like, it, you know, it, the movie would have not been worse with that character removed necessarily. Correct. It would have been better, I cleaner, mean, tighter. It's clear the reason she was in there is because, and well, because they're coming out with a TV show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but you're right, Alan, that really, that removes some of the tension because you know she's not going to die because she's going to be in a show here coming in 2023. So she's safe. Yeah. But I, I would argue just a little bit that, yes, she has much of the same skill set as Shuri, but I think it, it gave, it allowed for the opportunity to show Shuri as a mentor, whereas, you know, she was just the, the the super smart genius, you know, sidekick to Black Panther in the first film. They had to give her a little bit more opportunity for growth in this. Film I think that at the, the yeah, I think at the end of this movie, she can prove to be a mentor, but not during it because she still had to figure herself out after all the life problem or you know challenges That's that fair. she went through, losing family and like. She has no time to mentor. She doesn't even know who she is. She's figuring that out and what she needs to be. And um, I think you could have had a. I mean, imagine if they put uh, if Mbaku had a better role, and 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 worked with Shuri longer or something. So just, like he's much more interesting than she was than Iron. Yeah, I, was. I did like his role in this film, but yeah, I think it could have benefited from him having a, even more of a role in the film because he turned out yeah. to be a great um, consigliere, if you will. Yeah, but he also. Would have made more sense at the end of becoming king or whatever, a challenge to say I'm going to challenge whatever he said. Right. I can't remember. Would have would have brought that up. Anyway, I, I also love how I just think you know I don't know maybe I could think back again. But when I left the movie, I was like I really loved how they just wrote, shot, did everything with Namor. Absolutely, you know, that's one where I was like you know if you know and I, I'm speaking a little out of turn here, but like DC totally would have screwed that up. Totally would have screwed that up. Yeah. Um they wouldn't have given him the right <laughs> weight. They wouldn't have like nailed the backstory. Probably would have been rushed. Dude, Marvel like, made it made his wings and his ankles work. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's really hard. Yeah, I mean, coming into it, I was like, "Oh, Namor!" Like, okay, you're gonna have to like really sell me on Namor, right? But then now when I see it, and like, oh my god, I was like, "Oh my god, it's just so." Well, when I was a kid, they had the cartoon show it was called Submariner when they had Captain America, yeah. Submariner, and all that. I'm like, I'm not. I never watched it because I'm like, I'm not watching Spock in the water. Because I didn't like Star he Trek. Years, he had the years 30 years before. Well, I know, that's but the one too where it was like, th- it, it, you almost want to look at it and say, like, well, that was Marvel's Aquaman. Well, but yeah, for now, sure. Now when you look at it, it's like, well. Well, yeah, even, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Movies, you yeah, know, yeah. and that Namor was so well done. Yeah. But even, but technically even Namor predates Aquaman. Aquaman is the copy. Oh, is he? Technically he's the copy? Yeah. Yep. So, well, so anything, what's your, what are you most looking forward to with uh, Marvel? 
I got to say, when I watched uh, Avatar 2, I saw the trailer. So this is very recent. It may not have my recency bias. bias. I saw the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, and I so loved that they reached back into the catalog for Space Hog in the meantime to score the whole... Oh, my God. I was just, like, ready to throw my money uh, I, I I totally fell back in love with that song earlier this year, and to hear it coming in with the I, I haven't seen I didn't see that trailer until I saw it in the theater, and when I heard it, I was like, oh my god, this is so good. They nail the the music on these movies every time, for me at least. And you so know, Guardian. a lot of that's James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, it's get right because he's still running the show for Guardians, right? Or I know he yes. was in Hot well, Water until this moment, comes but. out. Yeah. So you're looking forward to Guardians, Michael. Uh, could be a streaming yeah. show. Could be anything. Doesn't have to be. No, no. I'm I'm looking at their calendar right now. So, in 2023, we've got What If season two, Ant Man three, Secret Invasion, Guardians, Loki season two, Echo, The Marvels, Ironheart, X Men ninety seven. It's all coming out, man. Coven of Chaos. It's all coming out in 2023. Supposedly, I I wouldn't be surprised if Ag- Agatha got pushed to 2024, but. This is all supposed to be coming out in 2023. And if I'm being 100% honest, I'm most looking forward to Ant-Man 3. It looks, again, Marvel is fantastic with the use of their music. Their remix and usage of Goodbye Yellow Brook Road, Mm -hmm. the Ant-Man trailer, the last one that came out, it gave me chills. I didn't think I would be this excited for and anticipating an Ant-Man movie, but here we are in 2022, 2023, where that's my most anticipated Marvel film coming out. Or Marvel anything. Marvel property coming Not out. Not Loki? I'm really into Loki. I mean, don't get me wrong. I It's going to be good. It's going to probably, you know, when we have this discussion next year, maybe I'll say my favorite thing that I saw was the Loki season two, just because we know they're going to be twists and turns. They're dealing with reality and the different, you know, different realities within the Marvel MCU now. But as we sit right here today, I think Ant-Man 3 obviously is Quantumania. We're going to see Kang for sure. I think some shit's going to go down. I'm not convinced that Ant-Man's going to survive the end of his third film. I think it's going to be the first strike in what's going to be this war that Kang is starting. And I think it's going to be a much more substantial movie than people think it's going to be. Speaking to Loki, I'll I'll say that I'll give Loki the, you know, we'll call it if the movies are the heavyweight belt, I'll give Loki to say they're the intercontinental belt holder. It's theirs to lose <laughs> in the in the streaming show series. That that it's it's my expectation that that's going to be the best one of whatever comes out on streaming next year until proven otherwise. Cool. I think for me, I mean, I I, I like Ant Man, but I'm kind of I want to see something different, so I'm really looking forward to Secret Invasion. I want to see what they do with that. Um, that looks good too. I mean, I don't know anything much about it. I haven't read those comics. You guys know that stuff better than I do. I, I, I think it could be, it looks, looks like it could be interesting to me, like something totally different, uh, a little more, uh, not espionage, but something like that, I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, let me throw one out of left field. You guys might be more up to speed on. Okay. So, you know, small little tidbit here. Uh, Namor introduced the concept of mutants. Sp- the spoken word of mutant in the movie of Black Panther. Yeah, right? he said he was a mutant. What What yeah. are we going to get for that next year? Nothing. Nothing. Deadpool, well, Deadpool, right? We got Deadpool. I don't know. Not how that's... 2024. September 2024. Yeah. Oh, good God. 
Yeah, yeah. So nothing for mutants next year out of Marvel. Except uh, for the X-Men 97 or whatever. No, we might no, get more hints. We might get because, more hints. Uh, it sounds like, I'm assuming then, Alan, you have not watched all of Miss Marvel, correct? Right, I have not watched Miss Marvel. They, that's where they first brought up mutants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now. With the song. Well, yeah, yeah. if you watch it, you, you, you'll recognize it. But yes, basically they come out and say she's a mutant. And then obviously Namor says he's a mutant or they, they say he's a mutant. So we know mutants are coming. So the only thing as far as mutants other than X-Men 97, the cartoon, I'm sure we're going to hear more about it in the Marvels when it comes out in July. And I'd be interested if they if if um, Wanda is part of this because that's she's what's his name's daughter. Yeah, Magneto's daughter. Her brother was Quicksilver. Right. right. So it'd be interesting. Not in the MCU. Post credit scenes. Well, we don't know that yet. We Correct. don't know that yet. He, yeah, he wasn't in the MCU because they weren't legally allowed to say it. So. Correct. Right. Correct. They might. They could change things. Well, she could have found out that she was adopted by that Zarkonia family. Sarkovian. Sarkovian family. And then, you know, runs into this bad guy and he's like, no, I am your father. (laughs) Yeah. Where have we seen that before, though? (laughs) I could do that. All right. Um, So that's where I'm at with Marvel. This one will be quick. Uh, DC. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take a quick nap for this one. That might be funny for me as we get to some of the other topics in here. But uh, you had uh, Black Adam came out. You had uh, probably one of the best TV shows you could say of the year. Fun was was um, Peacemaker. You had Batman. Come on. The, the Batman. Yep. The Batman. Yep. Uh God, are we doing a terrible job? Because I can't remember when else DC Wise came out. Was that it? Well, no, I guess you could include uh, Doom Patrol, which I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. Titans, I've watched again, but it's, it's kind of taking a uh, You can, turn. you know, the whole CW, but most no, of those shows were canceled at the end of this last year. <laughs> we don't count those, which is a shame because I actually like the first two seasons, like we've said here many, many times, of Green, of Green Arrow and The Flash. The first two seasons of both those were very good. I mean, um, I like the Batman. It it's a well done film. It's good. It's a little long. I think they could have you know trimmed it up a bit. Do we need yet another Joker? Probably not. Is but Batman, we're gonna get one. Is is the best? And maybe this has already happened. Maybe I'm saying something that's already real. Mm-hmm. Is the best way to just handle Batman at this point is like James Bond movies. Just get new people to play him and like keep retelling the same like. Like, don't try to stitch them together and move forward. Like, just keep retelling Batman stories with different actors. Like, well, at this did you see the Batman? Bond. Did you did you watch the Batman? No, of Ellen? course not. Oh, it's very good. You should it's, watch. It's, it. it's, it's very very good. My wife doesn't like Batman that kind of stuff. But she saw it and she loved it. I mean, I liked almost all the other Batmans, but that's kind of to my question I just raised: is like, what is going on with the character? I don't know why to can invest more in Batman movies at this point. I. Uh, it's it. This is a true like like I would say it's more like seven or true. You know, it's a very um, uh, detective movie. It's not. It's not like the other ones at all. Yeah, but does it does it like build on the Joker movie? Like, what is it a part? No, of no, no. Else? It's a new. It's a new. It's you know. It's like when you go into a comic book store, not everything is the same canon, right? You've got like fifty different Batman comics right now. Right. 
they're all in different various. Well, I guess that's then that. I mean, I guess that's kind of the point I'm making, right? So the next Batman movie that comes out should it just do that same thing? Not no. The next one will, they're, they're going to do three of these probably, like they did with the um, uh, the just, yeah, the Bale stuff and the, there. And the, and James Gunn's going to have his own DC Super Friends, whatever. Um, you know, Justice League. Uh, there'll be a different Batman there. You know, that'll be a um a different canon of which he'll start. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I might watch it. I'm, I'm almost at the point of like, you know, when like a, a you know, a, a restaurant sponsors somebody and you really hate something that that person did. And mm-hmm. even though they're just a sponsor, you're like, I don't care. I'm not shopping at this restaurant anymore. Yeah, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. go there. That's how I am with DC. Like I don't even, if Batman's even, it doesn't even matter. Like I'm not, I don't want to see anything from them anymore <laughs> until, okay. What are you looking forward to with, with, for DC? Until the Lobo movie comes out, I don't think I'll ever watch a DC film anymore. Oh, really? Not even the James Gunn, whenever he comes out with new, that starts the whole series off again? He won't start fresh? Well, I think part of it, too, is like I, I have an X amount of time that I'm going to devote yeah. to watching movies and shows. And right. that's pretty much like, what am I going to do? Bump out somebody from Marvel or Star Wars to give DC another chance? Well, you're not going to gonna see any Star Wars movies, so that's because right. <laughs> they're not making Well, there's going to be plenty of Marvel movies, and there's going to yeah. be, you know, there's going to be other sci-fi movies that I'm going to go see that, you know. I'm just saying there's just no room. There's no room. So the only right. thing that's going to bump one of something else out that I'm going to watch is probably going to be a Lobo movie. What about the sequel to the Joker movie? Did you see the Joker movie? That was phenomenal too. No, you haven't seen Joker? I, I'm not going to say like, oh, I'm not going to see it because I don't think it's any good. It may be very good. I'm just like, I don't, I don't have any room in my ledger to give any more. But I would say it, looking backwards, like the, the Thor, Love and Thunder and Doctor Strange don't hold a candle to the Batman and Joker movie. Don't I, even I would, come close to how good that. The, the, I'm fully willing to accept that. But this is a conversation I had with Mike around equity. Because I have equity in Marvel and because those movies continue to build on my equity, except even for, if they're worse. Except for Love and Thunder my, didn't build on anything. Yeah, they, you know, they still did. No, it didn't. I enjoyed it. But I fully admit that I am, I don't know, beholden to the Bale and Nolan Batmans. It was good. I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. But honestly, I enjoyed Thor uh, Love and Thunder more. I recognize that the Batman's probably a better technically done film. And story. But I enjoyed Thor. Uh, and characters and acting and everything. I enjoyed Thor. The Screaming Goats. I, I, it's okay. You, you can enjoy it. Oh, yeah. See, Alan, Alan gets it. Thor was super enjoyable. That's right. If I you forget about him, and then all of a sudden you hear him again. And they show it. It got me. Maybe it's lowbrow. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. We're starting a whole other conversation. DC, yes, the Batman is good, but for me, the big winner for DC this year was Peacemaker. It was a very good show. Yeah, I know. My, I heard you were saying a few things on the on online and stuff, Michael, that you did like that show. I liked it too. I mean, I, I liked it. All right, so let's jump into these quickly. Uh, what was the best movie of the year in our genre? Not getting into like you know Academy Award stuff. Is is there any before I jump in there? Is there any outliers that was like a sci fi movie that wasn't in these three? From these three, oh, it doesn't have to be in these three. Yeah, I mean, it's what I'm saying. Before I don't want to forget it. Like, was there an amazing sci fi movie that came out the first half that I'm just completely forgetting about? 
everything well, everywhere it, it, all at once. I could say if you completely forgot about it, it wasn't that good. <laughs> well, okay, but everything well, everywhere like, all at once was a smaller movie, and I, honestly, I didn't say that wasn't good. I stuck with you, and you didn't forget about it. I know it's fantastic, but the yeah. fact that it doesn't have the Star Wars or Marvel, it's okay, or whatever uh, cachet. Probably works against it. That's that. No, I don't think so. Movie. I think it's a fr- if it's a fresh thing and you think it's the best movie, that's fine. I'm not saying it's the best movie, but I'm just. Huh. Alan asked, "Is there are there any outliers from this group?" I want to make sure we mention that movie because it is really really good. So, what's the best? Uh, judging by what we've discussed here, I'd, I'd have to go with Black Panther, Black Panther slash Namor One. <laughs> right, Joe. What do you think? This is tough for me. Um, I'm trying to think of everything that I saw this year, but I think the movie that stuck with me the most after watching it was the Batman. Like, I think I sat with me for like two and a half weeks after seeing it and I watched it again on HBO and loved it. Um, yeah. So for me in our genre, in our space, probably the Batman. Hey, I, I, I'm stepping out of line here, but I will throw honorable mention to, to Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> no, that's, that's just reaction. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, not I, really in this, this, but I'd have to throw that one out there. Like, I really enjoyed seeing that. It was fun. It was fun. Nothing new, but it was I fun. I still haven't seen it. The fact that they stole the whole it. Death Star run uh, was like kind of pissed me off. Oh, so here we, this is this is Joe's thing. Joe will like, and you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not wrong. There is, there, I don't know that there is a new trope that's in a movie, but Joe will criticize the movie for reusing a trope, which Dude, every movie does. How many tro- How many times has the trench run to a four meter, three meter wide target and get out? That's not like a trope. That's, that's a fucking rip. <laughs> Tropes are like, you know, here's the hero does this, this not, we got to get in there. You got to go through this Canyon and then you got to hit this three meter thing and then get out. That's impossible. Yeah, like, I can't do that. Here goes Tom Cruise. I could do it right now. <laughs> yes, but yeah, there's tons of movies that have done that. It doesn't Tom even Cruise have to be in a jet. Right? You can do France? one. Of, that's a bank heist movie. That's Ocean's Eleven. That's like there's the hunt. There's, that happens all the time. I, name okay. It's give me one more, one, one more movie that has a trench run with a three meter target. And get I don't out. know. I imagine there's a lot of other movies before Star Wars that did a trench run with a target movie. You know, I don't know. <laughs> and I may not know either, but it was fun. What was yours, Michael? Was it anywhere? Which was it? Which way but loose? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not that. Three, 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 film, three no. sheets to the wind. What was yeah. It? No, uh, I'm gonna second Alan. Black Panther. Uh, again, Batman was good. I don't. I don't denigrate that at all. But uh, Black Panther, it, they did exactly what they had to do and what they. I mean, they took a story that was almost impossible to do you you lose your charismatic star in Chadwick Boseman and totally have to retool the movie and yet it still does what it needs to do and also becomes uh, a, a meditation on grief and grieving mm-hmm. and it hit me in the feels I mean I I you know I I have I'm, it sounds like I'm hesitant but I I admit the 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 cut scene, not the cut scene, the mid credit scene. I knew mid credit scene was coming because it's Marvel. I wasn't expecting that scene. I didn't expect the emotional punch it was going to make. Uh, it hit me right in the feels. I, I mean, I you know, Alan mentions that he got emotional 
uh, during uh, Avatar. I can't say that because I haven't seen it yet. But for me, I, I fully admit, I got emotional watching the end of Black Panther. So that wins for me. All right. Worst movie. Ooh. <laughs> Worst movie that you took the time to watch, right? That's a hard one for me because I'm like, I feel like I, I don't watch the, enough to really watch bad ones, but... Uh, you know what? Black Adam. Worst one for you was Black Adam. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, there's something worse that I saw, but I mean, did Venom two come out? That was was that last year? The third Venom, whatever, just came out. Was that this oh, year? Let there be carnage. I don't yeah. know when did that come out. Yeah, that that was yeah, that was a weird one. You know I what? Feel like it came out in a, in a COVID. 2021. Really it came out 2021. It was you know last what? year. Okay. I want to I say Morbius, but I haven't seen it, so I can't call that. Let's all just say Morbius because it, we knew it was going to be bad. It's a movie we should have watched. Oh, I saw it. didn't. I saw it. And? It's terrible. <laughs> Is that um, the worst? Probably. probably. I mean, I know you don't like Thor, but you got you can't tell me Thor was worse than Morbius. Oh no 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 no! Thor was not worse than Morbius. Um, okay, good. Uh, but you know, I think Doctor Strange was better than Thor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's. Tears I don't disagree that, that uh, Doctor Strange was better than Thor. I, I mean, I'd have to put of the ones I saw, which are basically the Marvel movies and uh, Avatar and you know, Top Gun. Like, I didn't watch too many more movies this year. Okay, did Thor you watch Morbius? No. Because I knew I wasn't going to like it. <laughs> so that's right. why I said, like, that's really probably the one. But if because of all the ones I watched, like, I, I guess Thor was the worst one of the ones I watched, although I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't want to judge a movie by its trailer, but come on, Morbius looks like shit from day one. So the first trailer I, mean, I liked it, a lot that first came out, I thought it looked great. So did it set up, like, I don't know, did it, I mean, it kind of set up Blade or something, right? Like, it, uh, it didn't know what it wanted to do. Yeah. It really didn't. I, I think what happened with that movie is that it, they had time to keep re-editing and they just fucked it up. Like, I think they shot a good movie. I really do. I think there's a good movie in there. I think they edit it extremely poorly and then the movie just ends and you're like, what the fuck? What? And then you don't even know why it ends. And then they bring in some weird shit from uh, Venom uh, and then they pop in a different yeah, that's what kind of was like because I didn't see it, like, and I didn't read anything about it. But it was like, okay, is it supposed to lead into Blade and the the vampire universe, or is it no, like you just mentioned Spider Man no. and like Blade is MCU. Uh, Morbius was a Sony movie, so it's only tied to the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was looking forward to some kind of multiverse uh, thing based off of the last Spider Man movie. Uh, maybe they would have, I don't know, had an Andrew Garfield thing in there or something would have been interesting, but. No, it just was all bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. All well, bad. That one takes um, the title then. It does take the title. Okay. Uh, best television. So streaming. Of what I saw, I have to say Andor. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't think of anything that tops Andor. Yeah, I mean, I'm there with you. Um, you know, then you don't forget like Stranger Things is there and anything that's, you know, um, there's so much good. Like, I really, really enjoy the Rings of Power. Uh, I know you guys, Michael's not fantasy in that way. Um, you could say, uh, and I liked, I liked, it's really hard because there's so different genre. This was the hardest thing to, for me the, is the best because I liked uh, Game of Thrones. 
Yeah, I was going to uh, ask about that because I know Michael was never a big Game of Thrones fan. I will I, say this. It, it's almost a toss-up. I, I give Andor the nod just because God, it, it was really just so good. But you know what? I'm going to take that back. <laughs> you know what? You, I, thinking here right now, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of back. You know, I know Andor came out last. Where I mean, there was some overlap there. And I know I watched it. And so it's a little bit more fresh in my mind. But week to week, I mean, I never watched Game of Thrones before. Shaylee had never watched Games of Thrones before. Every week, we're like, what the fuck is going to happen next? I, you know, okay, okay. This is exciting. Vote. This is exciting, Michael. Now, I changed my vote. So does that Dragon. mean Michael really get into watch, the... You're going to start to watch Game of Thrones now? Possibly. I don't know. Right after Daredevil season three. Oh, Michael, Michael really uh-huh. get into the uh, the incestuous side of things. Really, really no. get him into the... <laughs> So I, I mean I'm, I'm glad to hear that from 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 at least from you Michael because I loved Game of Thrones but it just, it too. was just the juggling of subscriptions and stuff I'll I'll get around to watching House of the Dragon at some point but I didn't watch it but I loved Game of Thrones like I don't know I I probably still to this day could say like until the like the very finale up until that point it's like it's the best TV series ever in my book like it's up there for sure the, of things that I've seen right like I'm not going to argue somebody that Sopranos isn't better but I didn't watch Sopranos so I can't say that yeah yeah I'm with you there. So yeah, yeah probably host of dragon, and I you know and and Andor I think is probably the best critically you know for for the genre pushing that forward. So I'm there with you. It's just so many genres, such different you know fantasy. Like I really, I know a lot of people didn't like Rings of Power, but I did. Hey, you know what? Um, I have I have one. I have one. I want to throw in there. Yeah, uh, honorable mention. I won't say it's better than Andor. I've watched on Netflix. And I think it was this year. They did like a four part. It, I don't know, it was like a four and a half hour like mini series Transformers animated series War for Cybertron. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I heard oh, good things I, about it. I really like that. I really like that. It got a little like it was fun. It was super fun. You know, if you guys watched have watched Evangelion, you know how like the, the story kind of starts to fall apart at the end a little bit. <laughs> like like the the Transformers almost kind of did that, but it was just so good because I think it just tapped into. Like, like Transformers is one of like in my heart of hearts. That and Star Wars are my all time favorite, right? You know, kind of franchises. The movies have not, you know, delivered on my childhood love. Needless to say, but that series uh-huh. dipped back into that for me. That nostalgia. we also had the boys, which was great. Um, so that's hard. I mean, there's so much good streaming. It's hard to pick. You know, for any of the Transformers fans out there, I will say check out that War for Cybertron on on Netflix. I'll I check really it out. Enjoyed it. I'll check that out. And I, you know, I liked I I liked Halo. It's not the best, but I liked it. And I know Michael's favorite was uh, Picard. I thought he was going to throw Picard out there for <laughs> no God. You you know you know that, I, you that know, I was being be, funny. I could be happier that we have not spent any time talking about Star Wars on or Star, Star Trek, Trek on this episode. But here we go. Go ahead, Michael. Uh, okay, Picard was awful. We know that. Uh, Michael I mean, really tried out. We we did we did episode <laughs> by episode every week, and and I'm like, this is this is terrible. This is terrible. This Michael is hung cheap. Until the end, and then he he's like, no, no, it's gonna be fine. It's, I go I, to his credit, like I did the same thing with with Boba Fett and Mando, and and you should wait to the end because you don't know where it's gonna go. But I knew where it was going. Um, just it just it was just not a good take on that. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. Awful. You you got time. I was just gonna say. Alan's happy not to hear Star Trek, but if we had expanded this, yes, for me, House of the Dragon, Andor, and Strange New Worlds, it's it's the best Star Trek in twenty years. Yeah, what's best Star Trek in twenty years? Strange New Worlds. 
Oh, Strange New Worlds. I thought you, for some reason, I heard Stranger Things. I'm like, what? Um, Okay, so so after Picard, does that lead us to the worst? What was the worst (laughs) streaming show? Oh, no question. Easily, hands down, Halo is shit. (laughs) Oh, God. Picard was way worse than Halo. Yeah, I got back out of this because I I only watched a couple, and the things I watched, I pretty much enjoyed. So I got to leave that up to you guys to decide. No, no. Uh, I don't think Halo was the worst. Uh, I think, I don't even think Picard was worse. I'm trying to remember everything now. Um, Maybe She Hulk. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, Picard was worse than She-Hulk. Yeah, it was. You're right. <laughs> but Again, the not, equity. No, She-Hulk, no I one laid like a bigger turd than Halo. Oh, God, no. No way. Halo is worse than She-Hulk. <laughs> well, no, okay. Well, need God, to go, no. So let me just let me dive into this a little bit as an yeah. outsider on the Halo world. Michael, I'll, I'll assume Michael at some point in time logged some hours on the Halo video game. Joe, have you? Not much. Not a lot. Okay, so neither of you really had super expectations going. I had no, no. expectations, zero no. expectations, which is no. why I thought it was pretty good. Especially, I thought it was shot pretty well. There's a lot of things like the well, story wasn't perfect for that's for sure, but um, but Michael didn't finish it. So yes, I did. Oh, I thought you did not. Okay, yeah, I um, I forced myself, and I remember because I said yeah. there I finished it. I never have to watch yeah, an episode again. ever that's again. Right. So my, okay, to. let me let me spin off a, a mini thirty second topic here. Yeah. Michael, what does this, the the fault of the Halo series mean for the potential, what should be blockbuster, if done well, Gears of War series or movie trilogy? Is that uh, going to Amazon? Is that going to Amazon, Gears of War? Who's doing it? So, yeah, I feel like somebody's picking it up. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because, I mean, you can take anything and with the right writers and the right characters, you know, you got to remember it's about the characters. And if you get people to give a shit about the characters, yeah, that's half your battle right there. But that's you have half to. That's, that's the first right. battle. Exactly. But if you can get great character interactions and relationships between the characters, that's half to three quarters of your job done. I mean, they're going to, then the stories are going to come flowing around them. So when it came to Halo, I just didn't give a fuck about anyone. I didn't. Did not care. So. You know, if they make Gears Award somehow relatable, all right. I mean, you know, Picard. I I know we keep going back. I keep going back to that. Picard, I love Picard, okay? He's my favorite personal captain. But as Joe will attest, I believe it. Picard season two's turd. (laughs) So. Wait, let me me dive into that a little bit. Wait, does does that include Captain Han Solo? Or what are we talking about there? What's the scope I'm of talking Star, Starfleet captains. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like saying the orange is my favorite citrus fruit. Like, oh, geez, way to go out on a limb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, every, okay, every Trekkie, you're not a Trekkie, right? So yeah, yeah, no. I'm sure Captain Trekkie, Kirk fans would not agree with that. There's Captain Kirk. There's even Cisco fans. You know, there's Archer. You know, there's been several captains now, so. Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Kangaroo. <laughs> Kangaroo. Uh, all right, we're getting Look. away. So that was, the, yeah, you know. All right, your favorite may not be the best. What was your favorite thing of the year? Movie could be streaming, could be anything. Doesn't even have to be good. But if you loved it, if it was your favorite, it's fine. You know, I'll go. I'll, I'll just for the heck of it, I'll go back and and, and revisit that Transformer series because I totally was not like expecting much. I kind of just stumbled upon it when I dove back into a Netflix subscription that I subsequently canceled. And you know, a couple episodes in, I was like, "Damn, I love this!" Like, 
man, Trent, like it made me realize how kind of botched that sort of movie series has been. Oh my God, it's so bad, right? It, it dove back into the 84 animated film, which is one of my like favorite things of sci-fi Wait, fandom what? of all time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, it, oh, it, it, now you've got my interest. Oh yeah, dude. You're, that's why. That's one of the. That's the reason why I say it was so good. So I would say that was kind of my like unexpected. Was that released yeah. this year? Trans. Oh, that's trans. What's it called? It technically, it was twenty twenty one. That's fine. Oh, Transformers. That's right. What was it? War for Cybertron. War for Cybertron. And it's, there's one one honorable part, mention. Right? This isn't oh, my favorite. Three or four, but, I think. Uh, an honorable mention because I don't know when it actually came out or was released. Was uh, Arcane on Netflix? Was probably one of the greatest animated things I've seen in years. Oh yeah, you did pimp that a lot. You really. Liked it was that. really really good. Really, really good. Well, Michael, what was your fave? You know what? I'm going to bring it up just because uh, Alan reminded me. But also, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Andor was technically fantastic. I I, I really liked it. Uh, Black Panther was fantastic as far as, you know, genre films go. But I think the show that I most enjoyed... That it could be a movie, it could be anything. Whatever, your one right. favorite thing. Okay, just want to make sure the, you were... The show that I came back to week after week and just made me smile and enjoy it so much was Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Nice. I liked that it was back to the old episodic. You know, Picard was one long story over the season. Discovery has been the same through its four or five seasons. Every season is basically an extended movie of, what, 10 well, episodes That's or so. every season of What's-Her-Name Crying. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they've become, because, you know, they stream them, and they're only 10 episodes, whereas, you know, obviously the originals, you know, The Next Generation was 26, you know, 26 episodes a season. They got to get a lot of story done in 10 episodes. But A Strange New Worlds, every single episode was a new planet, new adventure, it was, it's old school, but yet it was just done so well. And you care about the characters. It's, it was a good show. It's fantastic. I mean, so I, I, I like think that made me the happiest. Cool. For me, I mean, it's my favorite, but I don't, I know it's not the best uh, by far, but uh, the Obi-Wan, I, there's just something, I just liked the nostalgia of it. I liked the whole thing was worth the one scene where they fought each other and, and, and the line of yeah, just saying, you, did, you didn't kill him. I it, did. It wasn't the only thing of the yeah. year, but it was one of those ones that like, yeah, it kind of like it got my heart rate up, right? Yeah. Knowing that certain scenes were coming, right? That was really fun. Yeah. It just was one of those. I, I, I was waiting and now I was really worried about it as well. I well, like Obi-Wan's eggs. your guy, right? Like, yeah. He's, he's I, like your number one character, right? He's my, so, one of my favorites for sure. Obi-Wan is one of my favorite. Um, so I had a lot of anxiety and I know it's not the best. I know that could have been done better. And I know that the, the volume hurt that I, I kind of wish they would, they, they could have shot it um, when there was no COVID. Maybe it should have been a movie. I think it's been through a lot of, you could tell it's been through the ringer in terms of pre-production and getting it somewhere. And, and it has its troubles. I, I understand it, but I don't think you and McGregor phoned it in, put it that way. I don't feel like anything was phoned in uh, no. performance wise. Um, I thought that, you know, at the end of the day, people were like, well, why'd you put Princess Leia in there? And I'm like, well, that is the most obvious choice because what else would make him leave? Like other than the other twin, like there is no better writing than choosing the other twin for him to leave that place. Like to me, that's the only, there's no other, what are you gonna make? Like, Hey, there's an explosion over here. We should go check it out. Like, why would he fucking leave? Like, there's no other better 
thing for him to leave than the other twin. There, you know. I, I, I also have that same criticism, but I also like you are right about that. But you know, like it's just the way it is. With was it executed? Maybe like if you put that story down on paper, like everybody did, like oh shit, this is this could be amazing, right? But I think the the fallacies of the I, I think they lean too heavy on the volume, hence the chasing scenes and those kind of stuff. Um. But the essence of it was there. I think you have there's problems with the Reva character, not against that character, uh, but they could have done a little better job of creating something more around that person. Um, but uh, it was my favorite of the year, I, and I know it's not the best, but that was my favorite. Anything else? Any any side mentions before we end this year end episode, Alan? I don't think so. I mean, it's good to be chatting with you guys. I mean, I think, yeah, I looked it up. That Transformer series was definitely in the in the year 2021, but I watched it in 2022. That's when I found time. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, the only other thing I'd mention is that, uh, not necessarily news, but word, it might be rumor, it might be news. It's kind of in the middle there. But uh, word is, they obviously, Black Adam and The Rock, for however much people like the movie or not, it's pretty clear from what, the press release said last week in James Gunn and uh, Peter Safran rebooting the DCU that for now, the Black Adam story is done. Now, they didn't close the door completely, but word is that uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is now talking very heavily with Marvel about switching teams. So To what? That I do not know, but apparently they're in advanced negotiations now <laughs> what though <laughs> like well, yeah, well, no you guys you're the marvel so- guy who do you, who does he fit michael like what what would you want him uh, i don't know some people are like uh maybe gladiator. He could be, he's gladiator he could be gladiator but uh, marvel would have to go in a much more cosmic way which is they're possible. already they're going there right they're going there man with guardians go- of the galaxy yeah, yeah but maybe not so much with the kang saga but eternals and but you know marvel right this yeah but it'll be eternals- seven films away Eternals are uh, Dwayne Dwayne Johnson's not going to wait 15 years again like he did for Black Adam. Yeah, he well, wants you know, a marquee name. Hey, it's uh, possible. It's possible. I could see him potentially playing Power Man. Uh, which what would a, have to be that a might be the lamest name ever for a hero. Sorry, Luke Cage. Oh yeah, that's right. That is Luke Cage Power Man. I don't like that name though. I don't want him to be Luke Cage. Luke Cage that was on the show was fucking great. He was fantastic, but it's looking like Daredevil, Man Without Fear, or whatever. No, but that it's seems like a. No, I mean, look, reborn. I don't want to. What's the new one? That seems Daredevil. like a low, a, a, a C grade character for an A grade. Iron Man was a C grade character, and look what Robert. No, 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 no. Yes. I'll give you Iron Man as B grade. I would give you that, not right, C. B grade. It's fine, but hey. Nobody really gave a shit about Luke Cage until about 15 years ago when Brian Michael Bendis brought him back into comics because he loved him as a character. And he, he became a member of the Avengers. Joe, who could you see The Rock playing? I don't know enough Marvel characters. Like, is there a, a mutant? Like, is it... what? Who's that big guy that he turns could, into... He, he could be a good apocalypse. Much better than Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Well, it's not that he did... Yeah, it's just... No, I'm thinking like... um. Who is the guy that turns into the rock? The, he could be a good saber tooth. The the this has the build of an actual comic no, book character, I'm, so you could put him in, into a lot of places. He's in Deadpool. Who's that? Oh, the Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Cable. No, not oh. Juggernaut. You talk about Cable. Colossus. Colossus. No, Colossus has to be Russian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. 
See, that I didn't know either. You could plug the rock in a lot of places. Yeah, Peter just, Rasputin? Yeah, he has to be Russian. Yeah, I don't like, I'm, again, I don't know all the uh, ins and outs of. That's why in Deadpool, he has a huge Russian accent. Okay. They could just make that up. They could have got, you know, they they, they uh, enlisted Schwarzenegger to play a lot of roles. And then they just turned it into a, he's Austrian because that's who the actor was. It's not like they had that written out first. We have to find a big Austrian guy in the MO. No, it but it was it, Michael saying it was that way for Colossus. Was, yes, I didn't know that. That's, you know, so Omega Omega Red. I'm just plugging him into anybody because he's got a body that fits like so many. He's got to be a here. big dude, though, right? I would assume. Omega you Red's make... huge. Omega Red could be a big bad for X Men for a couple movies. But do you want to see the Rock all painted white? I mean, it, let me put it this way: anything that makes it less just look like it's the Rock would help, right? In my opinion, like that's why I could see Guardian with the Mohawk or something, right? Like it, he know, could just be a voice. You don't know what, they're, what they're talking to him with. It could be like yeah, fucking... Gladiator would work because he's basically a Superman clone anyway. Yep, basically, and it would fit because what um, Gladiator is what a member of the Royal Guard of the Shi'ar Empire. Which kind yeah, of fits so I the Guardians say, man, of the it's, it's Galaxy? It's, it's in the works. It's into the, the Guardians. Scrolls. Fits, uh, who's coming in with the new um, yeah, the new Guardian movie? Who's that character? Adam Adam Warlock, right? Yep. Like it's going in that direction. So I'm looking up this Gladiator dude. He's got he's the like oh, purple he, Superman. With oh, you know what? He's famous. You know what? Glad Gladiator is the most famous for that. that he he's from the original origin of I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Oh yeah. In the X Men cartoon from '97, when he looks like the Rock. I mean, this guy looks like the Rock. Yeah, he's perfect. But that's what that's what he was known for in the animated series. He punches Juggernaut and knocks him onto the other side of the world. I'm the Juggernaut. (laughs) (laughs) What what a throwback that is! YouTube throwback. All right. Anything else before we call this out, Michael? Let people know what they can tell us about what their best movie, worst movie, whatever, whatever thoughts they have. Yeah, whatever your thoughts are, let us know. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at KyberCast or Facebook is more your jam. We have both a page and a group at the KyberCast. And if you want really want to help out the show, make sure you smash that subscribe button. That's right. Smash it. Tell your friends about it. That's the best way to help out the show. Tell them they can find us at pretty much every podcatcher that's out there. So whatever, you know, iTunes is always good. You know, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is called now, Spotify. Uh, make sure you like it hopefully and leave a rating that would be awesome but tell a friend about the show uh or you can send them right to our website at kybercast.com all of our shows are streaming there as well so to that end alan thank you so much i hope you have a great new year we'll have you on again soon hopefully um you gotta you know let us know what you've seen because you're you're more sporadic than we are. So yeah, exactly. Well, maybe, I'm, I'm uh, barely touching any of the one tenth of the stuff you guys. Or we have. could just do year ends with Alan at, at the end, and just have it planned every year. You can you know, <laughs> Alan next year. But well, uh, maybe after we actually finally see Avatar, we can bring Alan back because he's actually seen it. That's right. We could might do that. Yeah, yeah you got to get. Yeah, you, we see Avatar when you see Transformers: War for Cybertron. But when you see those two, right, then we'll have a lot to talk about there. Michael will put uh, Alan's picks on uh, Facebook so we can we can deal there. So and definitely when Michael starts to watch Game of Thrones, I got to look back in. Cool. All right. Thanks again, uh, Alan, Michael. You guys have a great year and whatever next couple days. And uh, to all our listeners out there, have a great new year. Look forward to seeing you next year. Maybe we can actually meet a few people next year at a couple of Comic-Cons if we get our shit together. So until uh, next week, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk.
conversation anyway. 